0: Hello, cheers, cheers, and welcome, welcome to the Scrum of the Earth, the podcast that offers news, results, predictions, and hopefully, every now and then, maybe an occasional insight all about the world of rugby union. My name is David Lawrence. I'm an American rugby fan who follows rugby all over the globe. Uh, For transparency's sake, the teams I root for are domestically the New England Free Jacks, and internationally, I root for my USA Eagles, and I root for Scotland. But overall, what I really root for is a good game of rugby wherever I can find it. So I intend to put out at least one pod per week, with this one being the very first of them all. Thank you for coming along. I hope this is going to be a lot of fun. So each week I will be covering uh, in this same order. I'll be doing current updates. That's just sort of what's up with me. Uh, Some news, if if there's anything interesting happening about the world of rugby. Uh, Things to chew on. What's got me interested or annoyed or what am I thinking about this week? Um, I'll go over some scores. Uh, Most rugby fans would call these results. Either way, same thing. And then I will do some uh, look ahead to some upcoming matches and do some predictions. I do not claim any special insight, but somehow or other, my predictions are often accurate. Um, Could easily be just pure dumb luck, so we'll see. Okay, let's get right to it. Current updates. I really don't have much to report, actually. Uh, Life's pretty pretty normal right now. I did get to uh, secure my season tickets for next year's New England Free Jacks games. That is very good news for me. You know, I got to say, it's hard even now, even at this stage of MLR, it's hard to find reliable news and updates, especially about things like, uh, well, free agency, trades, player movement, coaching movement. Um, So right now I feel like I don't have a good idea of who's returning to the Free Jacks next year and who isn't. Uh, Anyone have any uh, particular insights there? I would love to get in touch with you and find out what you know. So a little bit of news. Only one thing worth mentioning to me this week. Good news for Scotland fans as Finn Russell has returned to training with the Britty Kitties. I'm personally pretty excited about this. Uh, Of course, the way this works, it's quite possible. He doesn't even get picked and doesn't get on the field. Um, I really hope he does. I think he's just a special player. And uh, I think more and more people are starting to realize that he's not all flash. Um, if the Lions go out and win their second te- test next week, I feel like Gatlin would be nuts not to start Finn in the third test just to see what see what's what. Uh, things to chew on. I, I got to say, the only thing I'm really chewing on right now, and I guess it's, you know, time to get over it. It's been a couple of weeks, but I'm still really bummed and annoyed about the whole flap over the Fiji jerseys uh, you know, during their recent tests with New Zealand. The whole thing, uh, it's such a sad fiasco, and it's just it's hard to see it turning around or getting any better. And uh, I don't know. As I say, maybe it's just time for me to move on, eh? Okay, time to move on to the scores or results. So first, obviously, the British and Irish Lions faced off against the world champion South Africa Springboks on Saturday. And wow, what a good game. Holy cow. Uh, As predicted here, uh, patting myself on the back, the British Kitties managed to... Uh, come out with a startling come-from-behind victory over the spring box. It was pretty impressive. I was trying to take notes throughout the whole match, uh, but the thing just got so tense, you know, by the last 15 or 20 minutes, I, I couldn't be looking away from the screen. Uh, Courtney Laws and Maro Atoje, uh, they played out of their minds, just so good. Um, once the Lions stopped sort of handing over penalties, which they seemed inclined to do in the first half, they really sort of settled down. They got into a tight, relatively mistake-free form, of course, then Hamish Watson comes out and decides to do like an old-fashioned WWE-style pile driver. Uh, I felt sure from what we've seen recently in terms of cards. I thought he was going off in a heartbeat, but uh, they seemed happy to let that one go. Is a little bit odd. And you know, the oddest feeling about watching this one for me, so I wanted the Lions to win this one, but I only wanted them to win because I was worried that the Springboks were going to destroy them and were just going to sweep the whole series. So what I wanted is to not have a dead rubber. I wanted uh, I wanted them to win so that the series would be good. So once I realized sort of later on in the match that they were definitely going to win, suddenly, ugh, I, the fact that I was actually rooting for Owen Farrell suddenly hit me, and it was just like, ugh, it is not a feeling I've ever experienced before, and not one I particularly like. I'm not uh, planning to feel it anytime soon. Um, so I'm now officially free to root for South Africa, which on its own is pretty fun. I mean, how can you not relish watching guys like Cheslin Kolbe and Andre Pollard? Like they're just, it's amazing. The physicality on top of the skill, it's just not something you often see anywhere. So I think next weekend is going to be a different story. I think the Bucs are really going to try to hand it to them, um, by the way, a lot of people in the last couple of days have been complaining about Rassi uh, being the water boy for this match or maybe even the series. I love it. I think that is great. If they don't like it, they can change the rule. It feels like a very Bill Belichick-style move, and uh, I think he's a genius for taking advantage of it. You know, they, It would be the easiest thing for them to say you can't do that, and they haven't, so tough. Oh, uh, one other quick note. Uh, so in the notes I, I was taking, so just after halftime, I wrote, uh-oh, It's only about 41 minutes, and off and Marks are in. Hide the children! Uh, Turns out they didn't really make much difference after all. I I have to say, I think Marks in particular may have suffered from a lack of top-level competition this year. Uh, However, he's probably played more actual rugby than most of the others. Uh, Hard to know, but he didn't seem as strong as he usually does to me. I also, because I'm such a sarcastic, you know, uh, fill-in-the-blank I had to mention in my notes that Luke Cowan dickie went in and scored the first try at 43 minutes, and thank God he didn't throw up this time. Oh, uh, one other quick thing. So Alan Wynne-Jones, his ability to talk to the assistant, who then turns around and tells the head official exactly what he said, it's amazing. I hope you all were watching that. At this stage in his career, I think I feel like Alan Wynne-Jones, this is maybe his greatest skill of all. He absolutely worked those officials and he did it in this inevitable, like I'm the captain and you're going to listen to me way. And he never even talked to the the head official. He would just take somebody else aside and say, "Oh, this is what happened. Tell him." And he would turn around and tell him, and they'd almost always listen. It was it was pretty amazing. If I was a South African fan that day, I might have been like, "Ah, uh, uh, where's our guy who can do that?" It was so, it was something else to watch. Um, if you somehow missed this test, you've got to you've got to watch it on YouTube. You got to watch it somehow just to see the. The physical test, it was just unbelievable. Um, Of course, there was other rugby happening. Meanwhile, back here in the U.S., in our domestic action, we saw, again, both my predictions come true for Atlanta and for L.A., uh, who will meet this coming weekend for the first MLR final not featuring the Seattle Seawolves. Kind of interesting. You know, on the Seawolves, I'm sure there's a ton of factors that have gone into it, but their decline has been precipitous, to be sure. I don't know what's up out there. But in any event, back to the games, uh, Atlanta versus Rooney was a tense, if not a flashy affair. You know, I almost felt for the Rooney fans there at the end when when that's how it goes, when the other team is just pounding on your door, pounding on your door, and, and you just feel like it, it has this feel like you can't do anything about it. And when they crash over, uh, oh, celebrations on the Atlanta players, the, the shouts – for Rooney, at that very moment that those people are shouting, you're watching your season just go poof, that every single player on the field knew that at that moment. That must have been tough. You know, my, my Free Jacks have done that. They have seemed to like to put themselves in that position a lot this year where it's the very end. They have a chance to give it up and throw away a victory that they've been holding on to, and the other team's pounding on the door, and then they somehow step up, and uh, it's been one of the fun things about watching them this year. Uh, meanwhile, L.A., the team I don't really like naming, I'll just call them L.A., uh, they didn't exactly light up the scoreboard like they did earlier in this year, but it still felt like there was something inevitable about their coming out on top. You know, I'm very curious to hear from other MLR fans out there. So how do we feel about this team in general? So they brought in a, a pretty large slew of international players, kind of stacked the deck for themselves. And then there was that thing, if you remember, at the beginning of this season, They got to go off to Hawaii and have this sort of paradise bubble where they could train, while other teams were kind of stuck in Zoom calls and things like that. So is this Major League Rugby's first villain franchise? I'd really like to know. Get in touch. And in any event, that brings us to our upcoming matches and predictions. So for the second test in the British and Irish Lions series... I think we're gonna see very few personnel changes on either side, but I think we're gonna see a very different result. I see the box getting in front early and then just tightening the noose and tightening the noose. And uh, uh, I'm gonna say the spring box in the end, come out on top by 10 points, but I don't think the game's ever gonna look particularly close. Uh, Back here at home, I see LA fulfilling their somewhat weird destiny and becoming the first non-Seattle team to win the MLR trophy uh again in a match that is never going to feel that close i see them finishing off this year with a nice 9 point victory over an atlanta team that i think uh maybe overperformed this year but i think should be really proud of where they ended up uh it was exciting to see them at home uh, this year too against my own free jacks which a game which of course we won anyway uh the week after next there will be a lot more action to talk about the boringly named rugby championship will be kicking off i can't wait for that um What I'd like to ask, though, is what I'd really like is for tons of input from you, the listener. So I am new to this potting game. Um, I'm always open to constructive criticism, advice. Uh, I would love you to submit questions, ideas, any thoughts you have, anything that will help me make the pod better for you, better for me, better for everybody. Uh, And by the way, this is early enough on that if you're, you know, a crazy fan of one specific team, you can probably get that kind of content in really early because it'll be easy to steer the ship towards what you want me to talk about. Um, Please be sure to get in touch. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at of scrum. You can always email me at the scrum of the earth at gmail.com. If you'd like to help me spread this pod to other fans, you can help by sharing. uh, More importantly, leaving me positive reviews wherever you get your podcasts. So currently I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public and Pocket Cast. If you do leave a five star review, I will be more than happy to read it out loud on the uh, on the next pod. No matter what it says, as long as it's within a family rating parameter, Uh, I am keeping the the pod clean. So if you load it up with swears, uh, that's the one thing that will get me not to read it. So if you find a really creative way to say mean things, then I guess I'll be stuck, won't I? In any event, I would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Thank you all. Cheers. Talk to you soon and be well.